the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that I hope is being a blessing to you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Saints of God, it's a good time to be in the family of God. That's because God is opening doors of opportunity for the family of God. Doors that the book of Revelation tells us that no man can shut. But although God opens doors for those of us who are His, we can still choose not to walk through the doors that God has opened for His. And if we don't, then we won't benefit from all the wonderful things that God opened the door for us to be able to enjoy and do. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors that God opened for me and you. So we can receive and achieve everything that God has prepared for me and you. And not miss out on a single thing that God has in store for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Acts chapter 10, verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian band. A devout man, we already heard that. One that feared God, which means he had an actual fear of God. I mean, a phobia. Praise, that's the same word we get our word phobia from. He had a fear, he was frightened alarmed. I mean, think about it. The, the Bible tells you ahead of time why it was he was why he was that way. Why? Because he was a centurion, which means that he was a man of the authority. So you got to understand the people of power, no power. And people who exert influence can recognize an influence that's greater than theirs. And although he was not of God in relationship to a child of God, he still recognized how great God was. And because of that, he began to order his life accordingly as a result of it and became devoted to a God that he was not yet a true member of yet. Isn't that deep? Amen. That's one of the reasons why you'll find a lot of people in the streets that are more devoted to God than you, than I was about to say, than you are, than a lot of other Christians are. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I mean, they, they, they love them some God to the extent that they know. They don't show up to church. You know, they don't serve God. They don't do what they spo- all the things they're supposed to do, but at the same time, they still devoted. Probably pray more than half of us in here. Amen. Anyway, we move on. So anyway, it said he feared God. So by analogy, this word fear means to be in awe of or reverent. In awe of and reverence. Can I tell you this? A healthy fear of God will keep you reverent of him, too, because that word reverent means respect. See, that's one of the reasons why the Bible teaches 
spoiled a rod, I mean, spared a rod, spoiled a child. Your child does not respect the belt. Like, you know, oh, that belt is just something else and I like just respect it. Your child will fear the belt because of the thing called pain. And so maybe I shouldn't talk about this and stuff like that. (laughs) Called pain. And sometimes, you know, there's a place for respecting God like, God, you're just the man. And there's another time to think of God like, oh, you the man. Most people respect policemen because they fear policemen. Most people don't respect a policeman because of the policeman. They respect him, respect him because of the Smith and Weston, the Glock on his side. Are you feeling me up in here? And they don't want to run into that bullet that he's going to hurl at them at a rapid speed by way of this projectory device called a gun. So because of that, we learn to respect. Yes, officer. You ever notice that folk that get smart with everybody else will say, yes, officer. Can we talk? I mean, I'm, I'm, this is important in what we're talking about. You ever notice that folk, you know, they, they can't talk to their spouse without going off. But they can talk to their boss without going off. But they say, well, baby, you got to understand that's just the way I am. You lying. Because you know how to shut up when you get around somebody that's going to crack you real good. Which proves you can do it. So that means you've just made a decision to be nasty. Because you don't respect. And sometimes if you don't respect because of what needs to be done correctly, sometimes you need to respect because you're about to swallow blood. That's just as real biblically. (laughs) Amen. Maybe I won't do this at the 11 o'clock. Amen. I'll leave that part out at 11 o'clock. Let me make a note to myself. Because it ain't being received well at 8 o'clock. They're supposed to be the mature people. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Anyway, by analogy, it means to be in awe of and reverent of. Here we go. We get spiritual again. Here we go. We're about to get spiritual. When a person is in awe with, with someone or something, they or it will occupy a prominent place in their mind. Whenever you awe something and respect something, it'll occupy a prominent space in your mind. Whenever you awe something or respect something or revere something, then it's going to be something that will impact you, impact you. And usually it's going to impact you to the point of ordering, adjusting and adapting your life to reflect that reverence. Ordering, respecting and adapting your life to respect, to to demonstrate that reverence. It's like the military. That's one of the reasons why you can put disobedient, ridiculously ignorant people into the midst of the, I'm teaching, into the midst of the military and you run into this thing that don't budge. And so because of that, they like, something's going to change and it ain't going to be us. It's going to be you. And you'll have the most disrespectful people walk around saying, yes, ma'am, yes, sir, after a short period of time. Why is that? Because your biceps will get bigger and your respect will get bigger. I'm t- your biceps get bigger and your respect. Why your bicep? Because they're going to have you doing push-ups, legs. You're going to be running, big old legs and stuff like that. You're going to be in better shape. Why is that? Because they're trying to get you into shape inside first so that you can then be worthwhile to them outside. And God is looking for people who are got the right attitude on the inside, who aren't disrespectful. They don't be like, in God, when God try to share with you something, in God, when God try to open a door for you, Come on up in here. Being or giving God the silent treatment when he's trying to holler at you and explain something to you. 
I'm trying to give you the characteristics of this person. Psst me if you want to. Praise God. But I'm trying to help somebody up here. Anybody feel like being helped today? Hey, man, rest of y'all, I'm just glad you're in church. Praise God. You might get it by osmosis. Praise God. So, so by analogy, this thing means awe and reverence for. So this guy had an awe and reverence for, for, for God. And not just him, but look, his house too. He says, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house. With means he brought his whole house with him. Are you listening? He didn't leave it up to the house to make the decision. He brought his whole house with him. With all his house. Everybody say all his house. That's important because this word house is the word oikos. Oikos. Which here is an uncertain affinity. Meaning that it could be a dwelling. A dwelling. See that's important. Because our dwelling is the place where we live. And it should reflect what we revere. Our dwelling is our place where where we live. And it should reflect what we revere. Whatever you respect is what you what what should be there. It's one of the reasons why Satan will use various things to give you the ability to worship him, whether you even know what you're doing or not. Because you demonstrate your worship by giving the worth of something. And so we can look around your house and see what you worship. That's why we can look at your music collection and tell whether you worship God or Satan. People think, well, it's just nothing. It's just music. No, it's either God's music or it's the devil's music. And if you got it around your house, then that means that's who you're worshiping at that time. Folk don't like it. It's, it's tight, but it's right. That's who you worship. Why? Because I revere him and I order my life accordingly. I, I go on, you know, I make sure that I get, you know, my place full of everything that I revere. I make sure my apparel demonstrates what I revere. It's one of the reasons why most Christians, unfortunately, uh, many, and unfortunately, many times women, uh, uh, um, you know, Demonstrate the fact that Satan has got in their head strong enough that they can they attribute themselves as sexy. Show me sexy in the Bible. Teaching real good right now. Show me sexy in the Bible. Let me get this right. You're going to associate yourself with an act. Versus the God who created you. Come on now. And so because of that, we order our lives accordingly and therefore we dress sexy. We try to get some stuff that reveals all my stuff that I got. Because we demonstrate what we bought. But homie's house reflected God. So you look up in there, you see God. You'd be like, okay, yep, that's what God will have. Yep, that's what God will do. Yep, that's what God. I know what I'm talking when, when I found out this stuff. I mean, brother went and did a cleaning in his crib. Got rid of all my music. I mean, I had music. I mean, I mean, had stuff I'm telling you that some of y'all would be paying big money to buy from me. I, but I threw it out. Why is that? Because I don't want nobody else to have this foolishness either. When I found out this is what it does, oh, no. Video collection, stuff that's out in the open as well as under the, under the pillow. You know, come on, y'all. Y'all work with me. All of it got to go. If it don't line up with God. Amen. What? Hey, hey, cabinets went in there. Liquor that don't make it quicker. Wine cause you not to live divine. All of it had to go flushed, pour it down the toilet. Let's go flush it. Let the tidy moment. The tidy moment Ben was hiccuping for days. <laughs> he was blowed, you know, <laughs> for days. But that's how it got to go. Why? Because I'm devout now. I'm devoting my life to the Lord God Almighty. 
Because I'm devoting my life to the Lord God Almighty, it opened other doors for me to be able to conduct myself the way God wanted me to conduct myself and step into the things that God has in store for them. It's time to get devoted. Amen, amen, amen. Say it in faith. Yes, it is. It's time to get devoted. It's time for real to devote yourself to the things of God because there's a door that will open for you as a result of it. So he and his house, he said right there, I told you that it means it could mean a dwelling place, but it also could mean a family. See, our family should also reflect what we revere. Our family should always also reflect what we revere. And so because you revere it, it's supposed to be reflective in your family, it's supposed to be reflective in your children. It's Satan that gets in and causes people to have negative thoughts about stuff like being a preacher's kid or causing a person to be able to think that I'm a a Christian. Can't wait to do this series. It's going to be coming up real soon. And that's called the dignity of being Christian. The dignity of being Christian. There's a tremendous dignity that's only available to the Christians as a result of being Christian. But no, we've been listening to the foolishness of the world to make us think that we're less and that everything of God is less. Our family's supposed to reflect that. Are you filling me up in here? In fact, can we talk? That's the number one way. Did I say number one? That's the number one way Satan attacks any man or woman of God that's about, a, that's about what God's about is he'll attack them through their family. I'm teaching real good now. Go back in the history of most of the most powerful ministers in the body of Christ that you've ever seen and look at their members of their family. You'll always find at least one. Everybody say at least one that Satan has gotten through to to be able to conduct themselves contrary to what God's about because he knows if I can get your child, I'll take away your smile. If I can get your child, I can, I can, I can jack your focus because they know how much the children mean to, to, to the parents. And so because of that, they always try to find one. You know, it only takes one. They only try to find one that'll try to conduct themselves like Satan and get excited about the things of Satan. It's it, Satan, nothing new under the sun. It just, he does the same thing. I can't wait to teach you that one. There's another series coming up a little later on down the line called Satan's Playbook. Satan's Playbook. I'm going to teach you Satan's Playbook so that you can know exactly what it is that Satan wants to do to you and exactly the way he brings it at you so that you can always be prepared ahead of time, knowing exactly what he's going to do so you can already have your counterattack set up for him and jack him. Are you listening to him? Because you already know what play he's about to do. But that's one of the plays he always does. It's one of the reasons why you go through so much to be able to surround your children with the things of God, giving them an opportunity to learn the things of God at an early age so that later on down the line when Satan comes at them, because it's inevitable, there's no ifs, no ands, no buttons. He got to come. Question is, is will they uh, respond to him or will they stay strong in the things of God? It's always the question right there. Nobody can tell because God extends into them a free choice, just like he extends into you a free choice. Are you listening to me? But this is a year that you better learn to trust God. Amen. Amen. Learn to trust God because that's the one of the number one ways he comes at. It. He always tries to find one. If, why is that? Somebody asked me why. Because what it does is it, it, it causes a loss of focus. It, it escalates strife and confusion in the midst of the household. And the Bible says wherever there's strife and confusion, there's every evil work. He knows that a devoted person has shut him out of the house and he can't get in. So he got to find an avenue through one person, just like he had to find Adam, the, the, the female, and then the male Adam to be able to enter into the world to bring the strife and confusion and every evil work that comes as a result of it. He's just trying to find an avenue. That's all he's trying to do. I'm teaching real good. So anyway, going back to that, my man's family was lined up. And see, this family part is so important. It's one of the reasons why God, we ain't got time. We'll, you know, go over there later, Genesis chapter 12. It's one of the reasons why God told uh, Abram when he was ready to develop a relationship with him and make him the powerful man that God called him to do, to be, he told him to leave. Turn there, Genesis chapter 12. 
Amen. Don't want to make assumptions. Praise God. Genesis chapter 12. Let's look at it. Genesis chapter 12. It's a Bible teaching, Bible believing church. So let's look at it. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1. This is when the call came unto Abraham so that he could be able to go into this awesome thing that God had in store for him. He said in verse 1, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. Why did he say do that? Because he needed to get him away from the place whereas it would put unnecessary influence on him to remain the way he was. Notice in this particular situation, he told him to get away from your country, get away from your family, get away from your father's house. Why is that? Because his father was an idolater. His father was a person that worshiped uh, uh, moon gods and stuff like that. He, he lived in a land called Uz. Everybody say Uz. Uz is the slum of Oz. Are you listening to me? <laughs> Uz is the slum of Oz. <laughs> Oz at least had, you know, golden streets and stuff like that and had little, you know, fidgets and stuff like that walking around and stuff, you know, who would follow the yellow big road. But, you know, Uz is the slum. You know, that's straight up idol worship up in there. And there's witchcraft in Oz. Uh, there's, there's all kind of crap up in Uz. And so because of that, he like, man, you get up out of Uz just as quick as you can and get away from your daddy's house and get away from uh, your kindred. Why? Because they will add un- unnecessary influence on you to conduct yourself in a way other than what it is that God has said. Now, that was in an idolatrous environment and home. You don't mind if I give you the reverse? I, y'all, y'all getting quiet on me. That's all right. I'm going to preach it anyway. Here's the reverse. In a godly household is stay around, stay in that country, stay in, stay around your parents and stay around their household. Why? Because they will continue to bring the necessary influence so that you can continue to operate. God wants you to operate. When you read scripture, you'll find out that when it was idolatry involved, they said get away. When it was godliness, it said draw near. But Satan, watch this. You want to know when Satan is in operation? He'll tell every person that lives in the midst of a godly environment, try to get away. Because Satan is just going to repeat what God had to say. Get out of that country. Leave that city. Wherever it is that they are, get out of. Leave leave your parents' house. I'm teaching real good right now. I'm telling you, I know this book. Leave your parents' house and get as far away from them as possible because you need a life of your own. No, Satan is setting you up to death of your own. You get your own personalized death. Break. <laughs> Squires gave his used death. He ain't even gonna give you new death. He'll give you used death. He'll take it off the other person that died and reattach it to you and let you die the same death too. We're talking about how to move into the things of God and open doors that He has in store for you. I told you it was gonna come straight down the middle this year, didn't I tell you that? Amen. Amen. So anyway, that, that's what he told him to do. He said, Man, get thee away from all that stuff that's opposite of me. And I will make of thee a great nation, which means you'll never be that great nation until you do what he tells you to do. And I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And of course, he began to say some other things that's powerful too. turn back to Acts chapter 10. So Satan does the opposite. Satan tell you, you get up away from anything that's godly. Stay out the church. Don't show up. Stay away from the people of God. Don't listen to them. And your parents, they tripping. That's they God. I'm teaching real good right now. Acts chapter 10. But anyway, my man was devout, both him and his house, his property and his peoples. Everybody was legit. Are you listening to me? Because that's what God designed. God designed godly households. God planned for there to be godly households. Oh, yes, he did. He designed for that. See, you understand. You got to understand the power that exists in a godly household. 
Man, I wish I had time to run through the Old Testament and show you the godly families that existed and the awesome things that they caused to manifest. Godly families. I'm, I declare godly families up in this place in the name of Jesus. I declare whole households that are walking in the fullness of what God has in store for them. My God, because there's a reason why you were born to a godly family. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Anyway, it says in a devout man, one that feared God and all his house, not some of his house, all his house. Ninety nine and a half percent won't do. One hundred percent is what God wants to manifest. Here's some more characteristics. Y'all didn't like that one either. Which gave much alms. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if they're going to care for this one either. <laughs> which which gave much alms to the people. Much alms. Yeah, much alms. And prayed to God sometimes and prayed to God once a month. Prayed to God when they needed something and prayed to God always. Dang. Here's a reflection of your devoutness and you being able to conduct yourself in such a way where you don't have a loss of focus because all your house is conducting itself the way it's supposed to. Is that you'll turn around and do these things right here. One of the things is that you'll give much alms. Everybody say much alms. That word alms literally translates compassionateness. Compassionateness. Which means that the alms we recognize as being money, but God recognizes as compassionateness. God said, you ain't giving away money. You're giving away compassionateness. And watch this. Now, you can only give what you got. You can only give what you got. And if you don't have compassion, you ain't giving up nothing. It's one of the ways to be able to tell the goodness in a person's heart is their willingness to give. I'm teaching real good now. And notice he said he gave it to the people. He gave it to the people. He just gave it to the people. You know, think about it. He's already a centurion. He's already got folk all up under him. So because he don't really need nobody, he got, he got his connections. But he turned around and just extending out of the goodness of his heart into other people's lives. Can you, under, can you recognize why God called him God, a godly person who was devout? That guy's devout because he conducted himself like me. He just giving, although it don't appear as though he's going to get anything out of it. He just giving, although it appears as though, because he ain't giving to get. He giving just because that's who he is. I'm devout. I'm, in, I'm sitting in the midst of a people who are like that. You give just because God, because God's in you and because you're love. I mean, y'all are some of the most givingest people. I'm telling you, I've been around a lot of saints in my life, but I'm telling you, y'all some giving people. Can I talk? Can, can we? It's, this church, honestly, this church is stunning. A lot of people look at maybe the size, but if you understood the impact that you guys have at this size, it's ridiculous. The impact that you have. If I can just go from the financial end, there is no way, listen to me, there is no way in the natural that this church with this many people is supposed to be able to do the things that it does financially. No way. Because there ain't enough people. There's not enough people. There isn't, I mean, when you, when you talk to church folk, you know, the ones that's, you know, the monkey mucks that have been in church things for all, you know, many years, the first thing they want to ask you is how many people? And the reason why is because they can then be able to begin to start attaching your ability to have impact based upon the amount of people that you have. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed for what the Word of God had to say. Brothers and sisters, I hope that you're learning that it's true. God really has opened doors of opportunity for me and you. Doors that He opened so that we can walk through. Open doors that God wants us to walk through, but we can choose not to walk through. It's our choice. I hope that you're learning to choose to be one of the people who walks through the doors that God opens for me and you so that you can receive and achieve everything that God has in store for you. If you want to hear this message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. And to all of our married people out there in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if your desire is to draw closer to one another and have a better marriage, I got just a thing for you. We invite all the married people in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Covenant Partners Fellowship this Friday evening. It's a monthly marriage seminar that God has brought here to San Antonio that'll help the marriages here in San Antonio. It's a monthly marriage seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the married people that's done on the third Friday of every month where the wildest wedded folk in San Antonio and surrounding areas come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that'll help you take your marriage to another level. So come on through. You go from being married to happily married, I guarantee you. There's no charge for the free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation services available for this too. So come on and spend one evening out of the month investing in your marriage so that it can be as good as God designed it to be and get even better than you ever thought it could be. Whether both of you come or one of you come, just come on through. You'll be so glad you did that is with or without your boo. And your boo is the one you're married to. I look forward to seeing you this Friday evening at the Covenant Partners Fellowship at Word of Faith. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you, call our neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 